Welcome back to the Stuttering Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and today is NFL Week 10 Power Rankings. What I do here is I go from 32 to 1 and give my power rankings. So without further ado, let's get right into it with number 32, and that is the New York Jets. They almost pulled off a win. They almost did it. But when you're 0-9, you'll always be 32nd. There is no way around it. Moving to 31, that is the Jacksonville Jaguars. They have hardly an offense and hardly a defense. And with Jake Luton in, it does not really help. Moving on to moving on to number 30, that is the Dallas Cowboys. They, they moved up a spot because they almost pulled off a win. Garrett Gilbert is definitely the starter until Andy Dalton comes back. And then if, I mean, if they go on a winning streak, they can win this division. Speaking of the NFC East, number 29, the Washington football team. I love their defense, but the offense is absolutely abysmal and they can't figure out how to beat the New York Giants. Speaking of the New York Giants, number 28, the New York Giants. They can only beat Washington. They can't beat any other team. They can beat Washington and that's it. Moving to number 27, that is the Detroit Lions. Um, They suffered another loss where their defense underperformed heavily. They are falling more and more in these power rankings. They need to fire Matt Patricia and actually try to get a defense. Moving on to 26, that is the Houston Texans. They almost lost to Jake Lute. They, they still won a win is a win, but they almost lost to Jake Lute. Their offense can produce big plays with guys like Will Fuller, Brandon Cooks, and obviously with Deshaun Watson throwing the ball, but the defense also gives up way too many big plays, and their defense is honestly, it is not doing them any favors. Moving on to 25, that is the New England Patriots. Cam got his first win and first good game in a few weeks. This team is so untalented compared to the rest of the league, and yet, you know, they're still 25th. Like, if like this was based off purely talent, they'd probably be 30th or 31st. This team has no talent, but they're winning some games. Moving on to 24, that is the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow's awesome, but this team overall is just below average. They, they do keep it very close, but just cannot seem to finish out games. They cannot seem to get over that hump. Moving on to 23, that is the Denver Broncos. The Broncos only seem to the Broncos only seem to play football during the second half the same way the Chargers stopped playing football during the second half. If this team were to play the whole game like they have played the second half, they might have a few more wins, but eh, no, I guess not. Moving on to 22, that's the Philadelphia Eagles. Carson Wentz is their quarterback. That is all. Their defense is not very good and their offense has Carson Wentz at quarterback. So I guess you never, it's a mixed bag. It's a mixed bag. You never know what you're getting. Moving on to 21, that is the Atlanta Falcons. They now have back-to-back wins. They're climbing up the rankings to 21. The, the, the team is starting to get some wins the same way they did last season. The Dan Quinn firing was a very good one, and it was very necessary. Moving on to number 20, that is the San Francisco 49ers. That Thursday night football game was embarrassing for them. And the fact that they scored that touchdown with like eight seconds left to like make it 34 to 17, pretty fucking stupid to me. They 
they can be average at best with all the inactives they have. That is the best they can be is average. Moving on to number 19, I have the Minnesota Vikings. With Dalvin Cook going absolutely crazy, they are winning games. They have won back-to-back games now. And um, they they do need to win these games to try to make the playoffs. But they still have a bad defense and a bad passing game. So I don't think that's going to happen. Moving on to 18, we have the Los Angeles Chargers. They suffered another heartbreaker on Sunday. If they had just a slightly better team or just a slightly better defense, this team would be a five or six win team. The offense will evolve as Justin Herbert evolves as great as he is. He is still a rookie and the defense definitely needs help. This, if this team has a great offseason, I think they will be a great team next season. But, but, but I do think this year, just wrap it up. You can't. I think they've dug themselves. I think they've dug themselves a hole too big to get out of. Moving on to 17, that is the Carolina Panthers. Christian McCaffrey has returned, and look at what they did. They've kept it very competitive with the Kansas City Chiefs, and their offense has such a higher ceiling now with McCaffrey in. Their defense is going to do what they do. Like, they're not great, but they're not bad. They will be average. And their offense, if if the offense has, has, has those type of games, they can get a winning streak going. Moving on to number 16, that is the Chicago Bears. This team has a very bad offense, scoring just 19.8 points per game. I didn't round up because I thought that would be too generous. Then... Them, them being not in, them being in the teens and not in, tw- and not even reaching 20. I think I needed to emphasize that. That is 29th in the league. The defense is so so good, but that offense is just pitiful. Moving on to number 15, we have the Cleveland Browns with Nick Chubb coming back this week. The offense will be more dangerous and should be more versatile. But the pass game is so inconsistent, I do not think they can compete with top-tier teams. If they face a top-tier defense like they did against Baltimore, like they did against Pittsburgh, it won't be pretty. Moving on to number 14, we have the Los Angeles Rams. This team has the potential to score points with Cooper Cup, Josh Reynolds, Robert Woods, and their trio of running backs. And their defense does does not let the other team score points. This is a good team, but 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 they have a stretch coming up that makes them play Tampa Bay, Seattle, and Arizona in three of the next four weeks. I have them at 14 at slightly above average, but these next four weeks are gonna show if this team can actually be a playoff contender or a playoff threat, or just nothing. I guess we'll see. Moving on to number 13, we have the Indianapolis Colts. The defense did very well versus Baltimore, but the offense showed that the Colts cannot win against great teams through purely their defense. Their defense can perform, but when they're playing a top-tier team, they can't just rely on their defense and we're seeing that the same way with the Bears. So having a great defense is simply not enough. Not enough anymore. And the Colts, that 
the proof is in the pudding with them, the Rams, and the Bears. Moving on to number 12, we have the Raiders. They survived against the Chargers, and their offense had a very good bounce-back game one week after the slugfest in Cleveland. I'm excited to watch them play Kansas City in two weeks because if they can keep if if they can beat Kansas City one more time, that's gonna be some crazy shit. This this team's offense is really something I find very interesting, and that's the same way with their defense because I don't think it's very talented, and and I do think John Gruden. I think he's a good coach, but I still. I don't know if I can put him to that great tier yet. So I'm really interested with this team. I'm really interested, but they're going to stay at 12 until we see the Kansas City results. Then then they'll and they'll maybe rise very far. Moving on to number 11, we have the Arizona Cardinals. Kyler Murray balled last week and they still lost. Their defense still very good, and I think they will recover and potentially win the division. But as of now, I mean, they lost to the Dolphins. They lost to a rookie QB. They gave up 34 points to the guy. So, speaking of the Dolphins, speak speaking of that guy, we have at number 10 the Miami Dolphins. As as their offense will probably be inconsistent throughout the rest of the season with Tua at quarterback. Their defense is still fantastic and can still carry the team the same way they carried during the Rams game, and the offense can still score points at times to approve that and looked very good against during during the Arizona game. So the Dolphins, the offense will be inconsistent, but they have a defense that can carry them. Now, obviously, you cannot rely on that. But their offense can still score points, and I think may not be very talented, but I think they have great. Co- I do think they have a great coaching staff. Moving on to number nine, we have the Tennessee Titans. The Titans have had a few close weeks now, losing to Pittsburgh by I believe was four points. They lost to Cincinnati, and well, the Bears scored 17 fourth quarter points against this team. But when this team hits its stride, which I don't think has happened yet. I don't think they've had I don't think that it's happened yet. We saw it last season during the playoffs and I would not be surprised to see it again. I think if this team can just hit its stride in maybe 3-4 weeks and go on this win streak to end out the season and go into the playoffs like that, ooh, this team can be scary, but as of right now their defense is still below average. And Ryan Tannehill, for some reason, just is not producing like he was before. Moving on to number eight, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Buccaneers have a fantastic defense. And they have such a hyper-talented offense. And I do think they will recover from this blowout. But it doesn't change the fact that they got blown out. They gave up 38 points and scored three and that was just a little fucking field goal during the fourth quarter. That those are some garbage time points. I think they will recover because this is a team full of veterans with Tom Brady leading the pack. So I think they'll be good, but that's that is scary. Moving on to number seven, we have the Green Bay Packers. The Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, and Aaron Jones trio on offense is such a 
ridiculously dangerous trio. And as the defense is not very good, the Packers have shown that with this trio, they can score the points necessary. Just the defense has to do okay. That's all they have to do is just do okay. Moving on to number six, speaking of defenses, we we have the Seattle Seahawks, and their defense is purely terrible. The offense has Russell Wilson, so that automatically makes it very good. But, but whenever he starts to turn the ball over, they're not winning the game. It, it, the game is over. That, that does not happen often, and that's why they're number six. They have the number one scoring offense in the league. They're putting up 34 points a game, and they still score 34 points versus the Bills during a game where Russell Wilson turned the ball over four times. That does not lie. Their offense is incredible. But their defense, 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 it's so bad. It's bad. Like, I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I would love to see this team play the Ravens or the Chiefs. Because I just, I would love to see that shootout. Moving on to number five, we have the Buffalo Bills. The huge win over Seattle shows that their offense can still put up huge points. And the defense can get turnovers. That's something that's huge. Because as their defense may not be great, if if they can just get turnovers and get their offense on the field, and if Josh Allen can have one of those games, it will be very, very hard to beat this team. It will be super hard to beat this team. This, this, this Buffalo team has the potential to make a deep playoff run. This Buffalo team has so much potential just with their roster, with Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. If they could just put it together like they did to start the season, they will stay in the top five. And I need to see it one more time for me to be super confident. But, mm, Bills, if, if they can do it one more time, I'll be all in on Buffalo. Moving on to number four, we have the New Orleans Saints. I believe this is their first time in the top five, nonetheless, the top four. So they murdered the Buccaneers, and they're on a five-game win streak, and they just brought back Michael Thomas last week. This team is super scary down the stretch with a top-five scoring offense, with a mid-tier scoring defense, but the defense gets the job done. We, we just saw them hold the Buccaneers to three points and force Brady to throw three picks. This defense gets the job done, and we obviously know what their offense can do with Drew Brees throwing it to Alvin Kamara and Michael Thomas. Saints at number four. Moving on to number three, we have the Baltimore Ravens still at number three. I don't think they've ever not been number three. They beat the Colts pretty easily, and their defense stood out last week. Um, I think they needed a bounce back game, and and I did think that this was going to be a low-scoring, tough one. But but with Lamar Jackson as 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 your quarterback, you're bound to get big plays in that defense. I I don't know the turnover uh, margin numbers, but I know their defense gets a lot of takeaways, and we saw it during the Colts game. Moving on to number two, Kansas City Chiefs. The only reason they're number two is because they have one loss. But they have played incredible throughout this entire season. They may have had a little scare last week versus the Panthers, but they're still the most dangerous and most creative team in this league. 
Moving on to number one. The undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers remain at number one. I don't care if they almost just lost to the Cowboys. A win's a win. It does not matter how you get it, as long as you win 8-0 undefeated does not lie. I think the win streak's going to come to a close here soon because I think the team is probably very tired after three very close games. But 8-0 does not lie. This is the most well-rounded team in the NFL, in my opinion. That's going to do it for me today. If you enjoyed this, share it with your friends. If not, share it with your friends. Follow me on Twitter at StutteringProds. That's Stuttering P-R-O-D-S. And Instagram at that guy who talks about the sports. On Instagram, I posted um, an NFL Week Nine recap, which has my top three plays, my top three, um, my top three player performances, and my game of the week. And today, I'll post my top five MVP candidates. That that will be an every Wednesday thing. The same way the um, the week. The week by week recaps will be an every Tuesday thing. The same way the uh, the same way the NFL who's on the hot seat will be every Monday. I don't know what's gonna come Thursday and Friday, but I know of those first three. So go check that out. Um, hope you enjoyed and have a great day.